Hey guys, Joe here. This episode of Committed is brought to you by my brand new novel, The Sicilian Inheritance. This is honestly the best book that I've ever written. I love it so much. The Sicilian Inheritance is a twisty, turny family murder mystery set on the beautiful and sometimes dangerous island of Sicily. And it's incredibly personal. It's loosely based on the real-life murder of my great-great-grandmother, Lorenza Marsala. The Sicilian Inheritance comes out on April 2nd, but it is available for pre-order right now wherever you get your books. And if you pre-order and email me your receipt to joe.piazza at gmail.com or DM me at Instagram, I will give you a free lifetime subscription to our newsletter Over the Influence. We'll be posting exclusive pictures, videos, and show transcripts for the very new season of Committed coming out in February. So pre-order The Sicilian Inheritance today. I promise you it's going to be your new favorite book. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Committed is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey guys, Joe here. We're still finishing season four, which will drop into your feed on April 15th. But in the meantime, we're here broadcasting from my closet to bring you stories of commitment and love in the age of Corona. I'm not going to use the love in the time of Corona pun because it's been used too much already. But that's what this is. Like a lot of you, I've been isolated in the house with my husband and two kids for a few weeks now. We're all healthy, we're together, and we're good. We're happy most of the time. We do Zoom happy hours with friends. We let Charlie watch a lot more TV than he usually does. And we're trying to work full-time jobs as much as we can, as far apart from one another as possible. And we're okay. We even did a session a couple days ago with our couples counselor. And then he actually got coronavirus, so we just replaced that with watching Tiger King. We're all enduring the highs and lows, the dance of drama and monotony, boredom. It's like every day is the beginning of a really good-slash-bad horror-slash-action movie starring The Rock. And here's the thing about this isolation and socially distancing from everyone but your family. I need to know how everyone else is doing this. And most days, I need to know that more than I need the news or statistics. I just need to know how we live. And hopefully today's stories will do just that. I'm Joe Piazza. This is Committed.
Over the weekend, we talked to Ben and Joy. Ben is a family medicine physician in Maine, and he also works in urgent care. From the start of this thing, he knew he'd be seeing patients on the front lines of the crisis. That was never a question. The question was, how could he protect his toddler son and his wife, Joy, who's pregnant with their second baby? The answer to that question is that Ben needed to move out of the house. I started kind of digging into the numbers and the studies that have been published around pregnancy and COVID-19. And there's just, there's just no data. There's no data for women in their first and second trimester. And I'm in my second trimester. It was a difficult pregnancy for us to achieve. And then it's not been an easy pregnancy. There's still a lot of unknown about what this virus does to people, what it does to pregnant women, what it, what the risk is. We just didn't know. And so I think we operated from an abundance of caution. We fought so hard for this fetus. How do we make sure that we're taking every possible precaution to protect it and to give it the best chance? So I'm living about five or six miles away in a friend's in-law apartment. I'm able to spend a lot of my time working. I'm pretty much working every single day, um, either at urgent care or at, on telemedicine across the country or doing stuff for my own practice that I have. It was a lot of just like deep life logistics that we had to figure out in about 24 hours. About like three or four days into Ben being gone, I woke up and I had been stressed all week. I hadn't really accepted any help from my parents. So I had been full-time working and full-time parenting and I was not sleeping because I was so anxious. And I woke up that morning just to a lot of vaginal bleeding and I needed to go to uh, to see my obstetrician right away. Everything ended up being fine, but it was, your body needs to calm down. Like the stress is not good for you. It's having real physical effects that you can see. That was a really good kick in the butt just to realize that I needed to let a lot of my own expectations of myself go and focus instead on, you know, what what does success really look like in our day? We cannot be expected to full-time educate, take care of our children, work full-time, keep a house running without any help. Like it's it's just impossible. And so it's really just defining what your own possible is, I think. And that like act of self-forgiveness has been really helpful. Joy, you definitely struggled with that in the beginning. And I think you're just finally coming around to it. Yeah. And most of the mental and emotional turmoil around this does fall to her because I am on my own. I don't have as many moving pieces as she does. And I don't have a toddler clinging to me. Uh, every day. So while my situation does have challenges, I think more of the day-to-day stress definitely does fall to joy. It's really hard. We do FaceTime a lot, but we're both going through very different and very difficult things. And when I talk to Ben about how tired I am or how much stuff there is to do, you know, he of course advocates for me to just like take it easy and take a break. And I haven't figured out how to do that. So I think it's hard for us to relate to each other. And Ben's dealing with his own things about isolation. And it's hard for us to connect on what we're dealing with. And we're both just worried about our communities and how long this is going to last. We've been really busy and I think we're doing a pretty good job of staying in touch via FaceTime, but this is such a difficult time for everybody that our uh, intimacy is being challenged, but 
you know, we're finding ways to get through it and find those moments to share. We've had a, a few nice phone and FaceTime conversations that I don't think we would have had as easily uh, without this. It's more important to me to make sure that Ben and our son are able to connect with each other. So, you know, when Ben picks up uh, or drops off groceries, I make sure to like send some of our son's favorite books so Ben can read those books to him over FaceTime. And so we try and do dinner dates with Ben over uh, Zoom or whatever else so that our son can still have connections to him. And we talk about how brave his daddy is and, you know, how his daddy's helping people. So in, in a couple of respects, I, I think it's been a good challenge for our marriage. We've had like better conversations and I think we've been able to make really big decisions very quickly and still talk about the emotional ramifications of those decisions, even though we're not face to face, which I really appreciate. Just so sad that in this time when healthcare workers are facing so much stress that they have to be away from their families because they're worried about bringing something home to them. I feel so angry sometimes when I think about how this could have been prevented and how we could have been really doing so much more to protect our healthcare workers and we weren't. And so now a lot of families around the country are having to make this impossible decision because people weren't looking out for them months ago. Time for a quick break. Be right back. Hey guys, Joe here. This episode of Committed is brought to you by my brand new novel, The Sicilian Inheritance. This is honestly the best book that I've ever written. I love it so much. The Sicilian Inheritance is a twisty, turny family murder mystery set on the beautiful and sometimes dangerous island of Sicily. And it's incredibly personal. It's loosely based on the real-life murder of my great-great-grandmother, Lorenza Marsala. The Sicilian Inheritance comes out on April 2nd, but it is available for pre-order right now wherever you get your books. And if you pre-order and email me your receipt to joe.piazza at gmail.com or DM me at Instagram, I will give you a free lifetime subscription to our newsletter, Over the Influence. We'll be posting exclusive pictures, videos, and show transcripts for the very new season of Committed coming out in February. So pre-order The Sicilian Inheritance today. I promise you it's going to be your new favorite book. Ben and Joy are in the thick of it. A toddler, a baby on the way, but we also talked to two couples who were just starting out, who both had weddings planned before the world turned everything upside down. Dan and Amy were planning on getting married in early April, but as news of the COVID-19 pandemic got worse and worse, they slowly amended their wedding plans. Their guest list got smaller and smaller until it looked like it would just be them and their parents. They still had this church, a beautiful church that they both loved. But the idea of Amy walking down the aisle of a nearly empty church broke Dan's heart. That's when a local factory stepped in to fill those pews. Here's Dan and Amy's story. We're supposed to be getting married on uh, April 4th. Uh, so that's this Saturday for us. Uh, we got engaged October 4th. I proposed under a lighthouse where years prior, I asked Amy out on a date and she turned me down. So after we'd been dating 
because uh, eventually she said yes. After we've been dating for a while, uh, a couple years, I wanted to redeem myself. So we went back to the same lighthouse. And this time she said yes. And that was pretty cool. The timeline for the wedding has never changed. It's just the versions of the wedding are what have changed. And, you know, parts of that were painful. You know, every time we'd come up with a plan, we would watch the news and have to come up with another plan. So they talk about, you know, have a plan A and a plan B, but I feel like we've been through the alphabet a couple times now with the amount of different plans we've had to come up with as we went along. They started with 160 guests and then it dropped to 120 and then 50 and then pretty much just Dan and Amy's parents. The thought of Amy walking down the aisle with empty pews, that just seemed like a long, lonely walk. So I wanted something to fill the space uh, so that she wasn't walking by herself to meet me up at the front with the pastor. And so we tossed around some ideas, and uh, the, the cardboard silhouettes was Amy's idea there. Uh, we tossed around a few things, but that's what we kind of finalized with is just, you know, just silhouettes that we could cut out. I thought I would buy sheets of cardboard and uh, some utility knives, and we'd go for it. But uh, that would have been a very long weekend. There's a cardboard factory in their town the Menasha Packaging Company. And Dan went there to get some sheets of cardboard to start cutting out his cardboard friends and family. But when the factory learned what Dan needed the cutouts for, they stepped in and stepped up. They offered to make the silhouettes for them. The guy I was talking to got really excited and a little emotional, I think, and brought in a designer and they started talking about it and they got excited. And within a couple minutes of starting the conversation, they offered to just create the guests for us. And they kind of took it from there and it's, they, they got carried away. They kind of went above and beyond and it's pretty awesome what they did for us. We just wanted a simple, basic silhouette. They could all be the same and they made uh, different varieties. They made some couples out of cardboard and some individuals. And when I went to pick them up, he said, yeah, we got kind of excited. So we made kids too. And I just think it's funny how into it they got. One thing that I think is awesome about this experience it's kind of a two-part thing that when things like this happen in communities, uh, it's really cool to see the helpers come out and to see people helping in ways that you never would have ever expected. And so it's it's really awesome to be on that like receiving end of kindness. And it kind of makes you glad to be a human being on, at times like that. Now we've had people sending us like pictures of their faces and be like, can we print these out and put them on there? But We've decided to leave it just as Menasha did it because I think they did such a nice job that um, we wanted to honor that and then not get the complexity of trying to tape mug shots onto cardboard. <laughs> yeah, we had people in like my aunt text just like, can you put pearls and a hat on grandmas and things like that? And so that was kind of funny, but I think we're going to keep it simpler. It was funny when we were setting them up and decorating the church the other day. I was doing some other things and I was listening to Amy and she's kind of wandering around with these cardboard figures and she'd line them up and she'd say, okay, there's Aaron and Cassie and their two daughters. And all right, here's your aunt. And she's kind of identifying these cardboard silhouettes as she's setting them up. And it was adorable to watch. <laughs> it was really dorky, which is kind of our thing. It's not the wedding day that Dan and Amy planned, but they're still getting married. And both of them say that's all that really matters to them, especially right now. When we first started planning about six months ago, Amy's criteria was, you know, I just want to be married in a church. 
and so we we're still accomplishing the objective we're people of faith we believe in god and so we're going to get married in a church and we'll still have a pastor and god will still be present and family will be with us in spirit and in cardboard as amy has been saying so we're still accomplishing the mission it's just a little different than what we originally thought but we still have enough and there's a lot of peace that comes with that 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 we have enough that day. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have said, you know, just bump it back and things like that. But we've been counting down to this day. And I think the most, imp- like I would love for more people to be able to be there and celebrate and things, but we understand that that's not wise. And so the goal is for Dan and I to get married. And like Dan said, we're going to accomplish that. But I think what we're doing is beautiful. And I we're accomplishing our mission. You know, the point is to be married. We're we're sick of not being married to each other and not being able to have our forever slumber parties and all that stuff. And so I think what we're doing is really cool. I, I think it's perfect. Exactly. That's what yes. everyone says. Like if everything else goes wrong, at least you get to be married. And I think we can say that with some street cred now. Like everyone <laughs> says that like two things go wrong, but I'm like, you know, we can say that. Let's pause here for a moment. More when we get back. Hey guys, Joe here. This episode of Committed is brought to you by my brand new novel, The Sicilian Inheritance. This is honestly the best book that I've ever written. I love it so much. The Sicilian Inheritance is a twisty, turny family murder mystery set on the beautiful and sometimes dangerous island of Sicily. And it's incredibly personal. It's loosely based on the real-life murder of my great-great-grandmother, Lorenza Marsala. The Sicilian Inheritance comes out on April 2nd, but it is available for pre-order right now wherever you get your books. And if you pre-order and email me your receipt to joe.piazza at gmail.com or DM me at Instagram, I will give you a free lifetime subscription to our newsletter Over the Influence. We'll be posting exclusive pictures, videos, and show transcripts for the very new season of Committed coming out in February. So pre-order The Sicilian Inheritance today. I promise you it's going to be your new favorite book. Life does continue. And for every couple that's postponed their wedding, there's a couple like Amy and Dan who said, let's just do this already, because I would rather be married to you in the time of corona than not married to you. We talked to another couple who said exactly that. But instead of getting married mostly alone in a church, they held a virtual wedding in the Nintendo game Animal Crossing. Now, Charmin and Nezul weren't big gamers. They only started playing Animal Crossing together to pass the time while they were isolated in their house. But then Nezul got this idea. I talked to the two of them shortly after they got virtually hitched. How are you guys doing? Congratulations. You're married. <laughs> uh, somewhat, yeah. We're almost there. So we were planning on getting married April 12th, like in two weeks, basically. And around like late February, early March, we saw that the situation with COVID was getting kind of bad. So we decided to postpone our wedding till next year. But this was also kind of like, a pretty important year for us. I mean, like I'm going to be graduating med school soon. 
And we were supposed to get married, go on our honeymoon, have vacations, etc. Um, this was basically like the free time we had. So I was pretty down about it. Nas basically took this as an opportunity to like gather our friends together in this game and basically make a whole surprise wedding for me. Well, the idea first started when I uh, when we started playing Animal Crossing together. We just ran around the island goofing off, taking pictures. And then when I looked at the pictures, I was like, this looks really cute and we had a lot of fun. So maybe I can do something a little bit more elaborate than that. And that's when the uh, idea first came up. And then I spent like, I think the next day just like going through my island alone, looking for like vistas and like fun looking spots. So that's when I saw the, like we had like a really nice beach location and like I remember in passing, we talked about how fun it would be if we just like stopped wedding planning and just went to a lope to like Hawaii and had our like own small wedding to just get off the wedding planning craze. So I was like, maybe we can do that in this game instead, just to have fun. I made like a really cute pathway using um, the design feature on Animal Crossing where you can take like a pixel art and put it on the floor. So I just made a pathway with uh, hearts and stuff. And then at the end of the walkway was a um, heart with our initials on it along with you know like tiki torches and plants along uh, alongside the walkway and then at the very end there's a, a little like swing set where we can both sit and like take pictures from there so it was really cute and then before the walk walkway we had i put down chairs and flowers for our friends to sit at and then when I invited Sharman over to the island, I tried to trick her and like tell her like, oh, there's a secret event here. Maybe you should come and see it. So for that, I made like arrows on the on the uh, ground starting from my base to kind of show her to follow along the arrow path to make her think it's like a uh, secret in-game event. The wedding itself for us was like more of just a celebration of like the past couple of years and everything we went through together. So it meant a lot to, for us to like have a wedding in the first place. So to like have that be canceled was kind of like pretty devastating and pretty sad. My wedding dress had just come in the week that we had to like cancel our wedding. We were like basically ready to go on everything. And I mean, like for me, just having my med school graduation canceled and then basically like having the small amount of free time I have in this year being taken away through all of this, like it was it was very sad. So to like see that my friends came together in in a virtual world, even to like give me back a little bit of my life, it was it was pretty important, like made me extremely happy to like see that. My friends and my fiance, they all care about me enough to do this. So where'd you guys go on your honeymoon? <laughs> Just hung out in our apartment, I guess. <laughs> I guess we were going to go to Costa Rica for our honeymoon at some point. So that's also going to be delayed. You guys could always go on Google Street View. Pop open, oh, a, that's true. Pop open a bottle yeah. of champagne. Yeah, I mean, I have a, I have a three, uh, VR, VR headset. headset, so we could definitely do that. <laughs> that's a smart idea. Life is strange right now, but 
It's also really beautiful. Like I said, we're releasing season four on April 15th, but we'll also keep finding and reporting more stories of love and commitment during these strange times over the next few weeks, because right now we need these stories more than ever. And like always, we want to hear from you. If you want to talk to us about what life's been like for you recently, send us an email at joe at committedpodcast.com. That's joe at committedpodcast.com. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. Hey guys, Joe here. This episode of Committed is brought to you by my brand new novel, The Sicilian Inheritance. This is honestly the best book that I've ever written. I love it so much. The Sicilian Inheritance is a twisty, turny family murder mystery set on the beautiful and sometimes dangerous island of Sicily. And it's incredibly personal. It's loosely based on the real-life murder of my great-great-grandmother, Lorenza Marsala. The Sicilian Inheritance comes out on April 2nd, but it is available for pre-order right now wherever you get your books. And if you pre-order and email me your receipt to joe.piazza at gmail.com or DM me at Instagram, I will give you a free lifetime subscription to our newsletter Over the Influence. We'll be posting exclusive pictures, videos, and show transcripts for the very new season of Committed coming out in February. So pre-order The Sicilian Inheritance today. I promise you it's going to be your new favorite book.